When we meet Jesus, we're truly born again. We're saved. We're born again. Born. The Bible says we're born again by the Spirit. You're a new creation in, in, in Jesus Christ when you are truly born again. Look at your neighbor right there and just say, new creation. Look, go with me. Go with me today. New creation. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, listen, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. All things have passed away. Everything is new. I don't like to do the things I used to do. And my friends, they can see the change. They always say, oh, Jay, you ain't the same. You don't like to tote or boogie no more. I don't understand what's wrong with you, bro. See, I was lost, but now I'm found. Amazing grace and how sweet the sound. I was headed for the edge, but he turned me around and put my feet on solid ground. Then he opened my eyes so that I could see the plans that he had for me. Gave me a destination and a new song and I'm moving strong. You know why? I'm transformed. Man, just like a go-bot, but this ain't no cartoon and I'm not a robot. I'm like a caterpillar who crawled into cocoon and before your eyes came out a butterfly, I'm transformed. God wants to transform us. If you don't know, if you don't know who that is, that's Soldiers for Christ, old school, old school SFC, amen? I adopted it and made it part of my testimony. But I just want to let you know all things are passed away. Behold, everything is new. That happens at salvation. Born again. I was born again December the 7th, 1986. I weighed in at a little bit over 200 pounds and I was about 66 to 67 inches long. Right? And then after a person is born again, this thing called sanctification begins. I'm going somewhere with this tonight. We're in a new series called Renew. Matter of fact, I need to pray. Holy Spirit, have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Seriously, have your way. Say renew. Tonight I want to talk to you about give me my change. I want my change back. Give me my change. Sanctification begins after a person's been born again. That creates transformation. Pastor Bob McGregor says this about sanctification. He says this, we are new, uh, we are new in bent, but not in thinking and habit. This is talking about when a person's born again. The Christian life is becoming who we are. That is sanctification. Dot, dot, dot. A life of process by which thinking, attitudes, and habits that need to change as God shines his light on those things. How, how many of you, after you were born again, you were just like Jesus? Yeah, I just, you know, after I was born again, I was just, just like Jesus. No, you ain't. You're born again of the Spirit, amen. But I tell you what, whenever I got born again of the Spirit... I absolutely wasn't just like Jesus in all. If, if, if everything takes place when you're born again, uh, right at that moment at salvation, why does the Bible talk about things like this? Renew. Transformation. Regeneration. And sanctification. Because a person is born again and then a process. Say that with me. Process. You are in a process 
for the rest of your life. Your goal is to become like Jesus Christ. Are you with me? Sanctification. That's why I'm so excited about talking about being renewed tonight. My spirit man that day, December the 7th, around 10, 30, 11 o'clock, was born again, okay? I used to be evil bent, dark bent, and then all of a sudden Jesus comes into me, Holy Spirit fills me, and now I'm not bent that way any longer. Even though, hey, anybody can still sin, how many of you know that? But I'm bent to love Jesus and light and love people, amen. And that sanctification begins to take place. What happens when you've been made new, you're born again, all things have passed away, and then all of a sudden you begin to struggle with things like fear and depression and things like anxiety and and compulsions and addictions and panic attacks and you're like man I'm, I'm born again of the spirit I mean why why is this why is this happening to me why are these old things flaring up in my life after I've been born again all of a sudden you realize you have wrong mindsets and crazy strongholds and and all these things are taking place does that mean that the Bible is untrue that you are a new creation absolutely it's not untrue that spirit man is born again. The real you is born again. You are a new creation. But this sanctification and process, my spirit man, born again, but now I'm in a process. My soul and my physical body, there is a battleground, and that battleground, there's a battle in the battleground, and that battleground is your mind. And I really want to talk about that today because You can win the battle in your mind, but you have to fight. It takes work, and it's a process. Let me give you an example. Joshua, in the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter 12, in the promised land, do you think it was peachy? In the promised land, not, not when they were walking in the desert, not when they were going around the mountain 40 times, any of those things. In the promised land, in Joshua 12, the Bible says that Josh, in the promised land, Joshua conquered 31 kings. In your promised land, I'm going to call the promised land your mind tonight. In your promised land, there are, con- there are kings that you have to conquer. There are walls that you have to conquer. There are giants that you have to conquer. And I think sometimes we try to conquer them uh, on our own or wrongly. And I'm going to get to that tonight. I-, I-, I want you to know that you can conquer these giants and these kings and these walls in your promised land, in your mind. You're talking to a pastor or hearing from a pastor as, as I've had different things that I've been challenged with in my mind and, you know, as a young man, panic attacks and anxiety and depression, all kinds of different things. And I got news for you. You don't have to stay stuck there as a believer, but you have to be willing, listen to me real good. You have to be willing tonight to take a challenge with me in the area of this thing called renewing your mind. 
How many of you would take a challenge with me tonight and the days to come in the area of renewing your mind? And I'm glad every hand didn't go up because if you're not willing to do the work, uh, it won't happen. It just won't. And so what happened, J.O.? I used to be passionate. Now, I used to be a worshiper. I used to read my Bible. I used to pray. I used to go to church, man, every weekend. I was all in. I used to preach the gospel. I was on fire. What happened to me, J.O.? Well, I think there's an aspect to that that your mind needs to be renewed and you need to repent. And so that repent word, you're going to, ah, just repent like a hell and fire. It's not a hell and fire stone type of word. I mean, it can be, but I want you to hear it tonight in the area of your mind. Renew, say that with me, renew, and repent. All in the area of your mind. And it's very good and and it's very life-giving if you feel me tonight in the area of renew is to make new, I mean, to make new. To restore to freshness, uh, vigor, perfection, renew. God wants to make, he wants to renew you in areas of your life, in the areas of your mind. Repent. here's Here's the word for repent. Metanoia. Metanoia. It is this. To think differently or afterwards. So God wants to renew our minds. He wants us to think differently. He wants to renew and he wants us to repent in areas of our not in, in areas of our life for you to walk in the fullness of what Jesus has for you. Amen. In a terrible season that David, there's all different areas. You're going to hear for the next weeks areas and sermons in the area of renewing. Tonight I'm going to camp out on mine, but there's different areas that God wants to renew in your life. For example, David. David went through a terrible season. He chose that season with Bathsheba and all the things that he did. Then he writes Psalms 51 and he says this. He says this, create in me a clean heart. Renew. Renew what? The right spirit in me. Somebody say renew. So there's a place of You, a steadfast spirit, a right spirit to be renewed inside of you. That's one renewal, okay? And then there's Isaiah 40. Those who wait upon the Lord, they shall renew renew what? They're going to renew their strength. Do this with me. Renew their strength. Jay, I don't got time to wait on the Lord. When you're over 50. And your youth is gone, and you're burnt out, you're running on empty, it's a lot easier to wait. So I will say this to you, wait now or wait then, but you need to wait. Because if you wait, if you wait, I'm telling you, through our sabbatical times of silence, times of solitude, times of waiting up in the Lord, it wasn't just in our sabbatical, I've been doing solitudes differently in the past year or so. I want to encourage you, there's a place that you will only get renewed in your strength by waiting on the Lord. You should try it. But tonight, I want to really camp out on this one thought, this very special scripture tonight, 
Uh, I think there's, every scripture is vital, right? I'm going to call this vital, vital. Vital, vital, if you want joy and peace and victory and self-control and overcoming anxiety and depression and all those different things, a key to your spiritual growth and maturity, key. If you're stuck in growing, I got news for you. How many of you would, if you got an eight-month-year-old, eight-month-year-old, eight-month, I don't know how you say it, eight-month, eight-month what? Eight-month baby. Eight-month baby. How many of you would expect that baby to grow? Right? If it's not growing, what? Might be a problem. Right? Eight-month, eight years. Eighteen, kind of maxing out there physically, but not spiritually. If you're 18, 28, 88 or 108, God wants you to continue to grow. So I want to give you a key in the area of overcoming things that you've dealt with all your life, and listen to me, and growing, maturing in God. I'm going to read the scripture to you. It's uh, uh, found in Romans 12, 1. If you've got your Bibles, you can turn there. It's going to be behind me, I believe, and it says this. Paul's into the scripture because he says this, I beseech. Paul's so into the scripture, he's begging you. He's begging you. He's begging you tonight. Begging you. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. You know, Jesus, Jesus paid it all. It's our reasonable service to, to, to be all in. All in. Reasonable. Not hokey, not hokey pokey. Put your right foot in and put your right foot out. Put your right foot in and you shake it all about. You do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself. That's what it's all about. No, 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 no. You don't go. No, you, you, you go all in. And do the hokey pokey and you stay there. And don't be hokey. Verse 2, 12, 2. And do not be conformed to this world, young people. You went to that conference, man. I'm telling you right now, it's about not being conformed to this world. Don't do nothing in life and you will be like this world. You will be just like this world. It's easy to form to this world. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Say that with me, transform. Beautiful word. This is such an important scripture for you for the rest of your life. Be transformed. Metamorpho. Call it metamorphos. But it's in the Greek. Metamorpho. You might pronounce it differently. So be it. But you feel me. It is. M-E-T-A. Met. More. M-O-R. P-H-O-O, foe. <laughs> Stephen says foo because he goes to Africa. How many of you know that Stephen's a Greek scholar? I'm just giving him a hard time. 
Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. A metamorphosis. God wants to do a metamorphosis in our lives. I want to let you know, metamorphosis doesn't happen at the altar. Metamorphosis doesn't happen the day that you were born again. Metamorphosis happens through a process, and the Bible tells you how you're going to metamorphose. No longer you're going to be a tadpole. Come on, somebody. You're going to metamorphose. There's one way to meta. There's one way to change, and the Bible tells you right there by the renewing of your mind. If you're not willing to go all in by the renewing of your mind, I got news for you. You will be stuck in your ways. That you may, how many of you want to know God? Good. How many of you want to know God's ways? The way, the key to that is through renewal. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You've been wondering the voice of God and wondering the ways of God. You will never know the wonders and the ways of God unless you allow yourself, not unless you go all in in the area of renewing your mind. You can come to church, that doesn't bring metamorphosis. It can be part of it. Bible study, college, it can, it can all be part of it. I'm going to tell you right now, you've got to be absolutely intentional about renewing your mind in this process of transformation. As your mind is renewed by God's word and his truth, renewing takes place in your mind. The change of your mind, takes, the transformation takes place. Changing your mind changes your world, and you get to know God in a whole other way your mind is renewed. Guess what takes place? Growth takes place. Maturity takes place. You knowing God. Those things that you've struck. Where do you think depression comes from? Anxiety. I'm going to tell you. The word that you speak began with a thought. Those things, I believe with all my heart, anxiety, depression, all those things, OCD, you name it, I guarantee you it begins right here. This is the battleground. A great key to growth, maturing in Christ, is grasp, grasping this beautiful principle of renewing your mind. Transformation. It takes work. I got news for you. It takes being intentional. As a man thinks in his heart, so is, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. A sister in the Lord, Dr. Carolyn Leaf, cognitive neuroscientist, PhD in communication pathology, says 75 to uh, 98, 75 to 98 percent of all mental and physical illnesses begins in your thought life. 75 to 98% see law. She says the most powerful thing in the universe other than God is your mind. See law. My understanding is science didn't always believe that the brain could change the mind. The brain could change. Science is finally catching up with the Bible because the Bible's always said that your mind can change. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Keys to renewing your mind. 
Will you take this challenge tonight? Because I've said this and I'm going to repeat it. You'll have to be intentional and it takes work and it takes time. It takes action and it takes daily. If you are sick of being fearful, anxious, worried, and depressed, feel me on this. I think that that can change in your life. I don't think I know. All those things begins with thoughts. Every word you speak began with a thought. What is the breeding ground for all those things, all those negative things? I'm going to tell you right now, the breeding ground is that for that is toxic thinking. You call it, you call it whatever you want, stinking thinking, toxic thinking, wrong thinking, you name it, the battleground. I want to give you one key tonight in this area. The first key is think about what you're thinking about. Think about what you're thinking about. Did you know that no thought, not one, no thought should go unchecked? What? What? I can't control. Who's going to control it? You're to control that. You have a brain that is controlled by your mind. As you renew your mind, it's going to bring healing to your brain-damaged brain. Real brain, you can do open brain surgery beginning tonight with not, without the blood. I've been doing brain surgery throughout the sabbatical. My brain, if it's out of control, spinning, saying that I can't stop it, I got to tell you right now, that's a good sign for you that your mind needs to be renewed because you can. Your brain is in control of your mind, and you're, and you're in control of your brain. Your brain is not there to control you. No thought. I want you to say this with me. No thought, no thought. Goes, unchecked. goes unchecked. Is that biblical? Absolutely. Let me read the scripture. 2 Corinthians 10, 5-6. Casting down, should be behind me, casting down arguments and every high thing, that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Got to cast those down. Yeah. Who does it? You do it. Right. I do it. We have to do it. We have, you can't, your boyfriend can't do it for you. Your mama can't do it for you. Your pastor can't do it for you. You got to do it. You're, you whining your mama can't do it. You whining your, 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 your wife can't do it. You, you got to do it. Bringing every thought. Say that with me, every thought. No thought goes unchecked. Our world is whacked out right now because this is not taking place. You might be whacked out because this ain't taking place. How do I know? I've been whacked out. I've been about as sideways as you can get because of this. Every thought in the captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish. Oh, I shouldn't do that because that scares, I'm sorry. That scares people. Punish. Everyone say punish. You have to punish. Wrong thinking. Set it down, that chair right there, drill it. Where did that come from? It's not my, I, I don't want that. 
Every thought is not you. Punish all disobedience when obedience is fulfilled. As my mind is renewed by, as my, as my mind is being renewed by the word of God, I'm going to tell you right now, worry and anxiety and all those things bring, abs- toxic thinking brings, bring damage. And other things bring, bring damage, trauma and, 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 and addictions and abuse, all those things. But I'm going to tell you right now, you can bring, uh, allow brain damage to happen to you every day by not bringing every thought into captivity. A renewed mind will stop toxic thinking from you doing more damage to your mind. You can begin the brain surgery two ways. No thoughts going unchecked, number one. Number two, replacing toxic thoughts with life-giving, truthful God thoughts. Are you with me? Okay, here we go. How do I think? I, I, I made up this word, truth city. Say that with me, truth city and then toxicity. You want to change toxic thoughts for truth. The Bible tells you how to think. Are you with me? Don't worry about them. Look at me. The Bible tells us how to think. Did you know that? I'm just going to, Philippians 4, 8, listen to this. Exactly how to think. If you're not thinking like this, I want to give you permission tonight to begin thinking this way. You'll be amazed at how you'll feel. You'll be amazed at how it will change everything. Your entire life. Your confession, everything. It says this, Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are what? True. I'll, there's seven more, but let me just stay with that one. Why, why not just, I think sermons can get overwhelmed. Just stay with that one. There's other noble, whatever's good, what praiseworthy. But why don't you just stay with true? Number one, say that with me, true. Just stay with true. I, I want to give you on-hands training today because I believe people have believed lies. They have uh, fear is a lie, and it's toxic. Uh, double-mindedness, toxic. Uh, uh, worry, you can go to other areas like porn. All these things are very, very toxic to your brain, your, your mind, and your body. Greed, slander, manipulation, wrong judgment. How many of you, I, I wish I had me a cup of sewage. How many of you would drink a cup of sewage? Just piece of corn. Okay, that's, that's pretty bad. How about, how about a sip of battery acid? So just sipping on battery acid. How about, here's, here's one, not so heavy. How about a cup of diesel fuel? Just let me just... You would never do that because it's toxic to you physically. Think about that in your brain with what you allow to come in your mind. Just sipping on sewage all day long. Healthy thoughts will bring healing to your brain. 
a brain that is healed is going to bring health to your body. You will feel better. You will think clearly. God, godly decisions. You will love deeper. All these things. I've been on a 21-day detox, brain detox. I'm on day 19. If you've never heard of the 21-day detox by Dr. Carolyn Leaf, I would highly, if you deal with anything to do with depression, anxiety, worry, fears, panic, OCD, any of those things, I would highly suggest she is a woman of God. You begin with thanksgiving, praise, and worship. And then you walk through, you hear a little video from her every day, and then I tell you what, you have an action plan for that day. Every day, I encourage you to do it, 21daydetox.com. What if we over-spiritualize things, and the devil, he's so good at what he has, he's got you off track in order for you not to renew your mind? What do you mean by that, J.O.? I cast a demon out of myself. I bind you, demon. Oh, hell. I I need to go to another conference. I need to go to another youth conference. I bind every day. I cast it. I bind. And then all of a sudden, we over-spiritualize everything in this area. Do I believe in binding demons and casting out? You better believe it. But but how many times do you hear this? In Jesus' name, I'm going to renew my mind. No, because it's easier to say, I'm in warfare. It's easier to say, I'm being demonically oppressed. It's easier to say, cast a demon out of me. It's easier for me. Shortcut, just let me lay hands on you. You know why? Because renewing your mind takes work. It takes time and it takes being intentional. And I tell you what, there are shortcuts and guess what? They haven't worked for you. Why? Because the Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, not trying to cast a demon out of your flesh. Are you following me? There's no shortcuts to renewing your mind. How many of you mad at me too? Do I believe in casting? You better believe it. You got a demon? Let's lay hands on you. But I, I, can't, I can't cast the flesh out of you when you need to work on renewing your mind. I'm going to put this into your hands today. Here we go. It's your choice. I challenge you in the beginning. Would you go with me in the area of renewing your mind? Here we go. Deuteronomy 30:19. It's your choice. I call heaven and earth as a witness today against you that I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing, therefore choose life. Say that with me, choose life. When you choose to renew your, I'm going to give you a practical way of renewing your mind starting today. When you choose to renew your mind, you're, 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 you're choosing life that both you and your descendants may live. Here's the action step. You ready for it? How many of you ready for an action step of renewing your mind? Here we go. Number one, determine the wrong toxic thought. I don't want you to determine eight or four or seven or 12, just one toxic thought a day. Everyone say one. one. What is the one, when you sit down and you ask the Holy Spirit, what is my number one problem? What is my number one toxic thought? All I want you to do is focus on one. The enemy gets you sprawled out all over the place, thinking that all of a sudden anxiety and your, your mind spinning, just, 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 just one. One thought. 
I want you to absolutely determine just to get that one thought. Replace that that thought with the truth. It takes a little work because you're like, how do I do that? Well, if it's fear, okay, it's fear. Okay, I, I know right now I am dealing with fear. There may be lots of little roots and branches off of that. You know, that's how your brain looks. It's like little branches. It's like little little trees, right? And if they're toxic, they're black, and, and, or they're just doing terrible brain damage, God wants to renew those branches, okay? So think about renewing those branches. I tell you, you do this every day, uh, your life will be changed. So fear. Well, let me, let me, wait a minute. God didn't give me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. Or, hey, I'm no longer a, a slave to fear. I've been adopted. And you take that and you pull a Jericho on it. Just one. What do you mean by Jericho? You take, listen, it works. It, j- hey, it works if you work it. Trust me, it works. Take that one lie, replace it with the truth, and seven times Jericho it in a day. Seven times you go at that with the truth. Seven times you declare it, or more, but at least seven times, and I guarantee you, you will see. Just one toxic thought at a time, and you will see a change in your life. It's as simple as that. I want you to be willing to walk away tonight saying, you know what, I'm going to bring, I'm going to... Those, that what, what, what's another toxic thought? You know, maybe it's a, an addiction. I'm going to go after that. Maybe it's some type of anxiety. Maybe I'm going to tell you right now, everything that you face with, it begins with a thought. And the enemy has lied to us, got us all tangled up, and we look for shortcuts. And I'm going to tell you now, at the end of the day, there's no shortcuts of renewing your mind. It takes work. One thought, one toxic thought, toxicity, change it with truth-city. Work on it, seven, Jericho it seven times. Seven, why, why would I choose seven times? Dr. Carolyn Leaf, that's her action step seven times. And I was like, that's a Jericho. That's a Jericho. Got a problem with anger? Jericho it. You will renew your mind and your, your life will absolutely be changed. Do it, but if you do it for the three days, which usually most people do it three or four days and they give up, I'm on day 19, you, got, you can't give up. This is an ongoing process, and your life will be absolutely changed when you stand.